your boy Elso and your girl Rocky what's good beautiful people we are back with another one yeah another episode you already know <laughs> Rocky tell them what we're gonna be talking about today today's episode dear younger me mm. so today we're gonna get into a couple of topics you know how we do ask questions mm-hmm. and we're gonna definitely want to make sure we get you our audience involved we want to hear your opinions about these same questions because yeah, that's why we're here and we share these opinions and ask these questions to challenge and kind of stretch ourselves to make sure that we grow, you mm-hmm. know? So we want to make sure that our audience is doing the same as you're uh, coming along the journey with us. And we appreciate you coming along that journey. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which... <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube channel! <laughs> you know, we are, I think, by this point, almost at 50. Almost. We're like one or two subscribers away from 50. So if you haven't subscribed yet, help us get to our end of the year goal. 50 subscribers by then. I think this is going to be our end of the month goal. It's not going to be our end end of the week goal. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. It's it's probably going to happen. By by the time this is out, uh, by the time you're listening to this, we'll probably be at 50 subscribers. So if you're one of those uh, faithful listeners or watchers who's like hearing or listening or watching this uh thank you so much thank for you, yes. subscribing and um supporting mm-hmm. we appreciate you remember you know we trying to change careers so yeah so the, we're, we're the numbers help up. with monetization for our youtube channel so exactly please subscribe please share yes yes thank you so much all right, <laughs> all right let's get to the show all right, so we're starting with our two sides of the same coin segment. You know how we do. So this is the segment where we ask, we flip a coin, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll call or she'll call, and whoever gets it right gets to answer the question first. Yeah. Um, and you at home, haha, do the same. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all ready? <laughs> <laughs> you can just answer. <laughs> you don't got to flip all the coins. You don't got to do all that. But yes, answer the questions. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, who you want to call first? I'll call first. I'll go with heads. All right. I was gonna go with tails anyway. Bet you would have won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first question, audience: What would you tell your younger self mm. about love and relationships? Ooh. Mm. So think about that question. Like, yeah, what would you tell yourself about love and relationships? That's a good one. So, I got a list. Oh, man. Okay. I was not very wise in my love and relationships. So, there's some things I needed to know that I didn't know that would have saved me a lot of heart. A lot of... Uh, heartbreak? Heartbreak and heartache, yes. Heartbreak and heartache. <laughs> Indigestion, what else you got? All the side effects you got. <laughs> It was a lot. It was painful. <laughs> I'm here, but geez. <laughs> all right, so upset n- stomach, runny nose. Yes, all of it. Okay, shit. It was a lot. Fatigue, headache. So I, that's why I had to prepare the list. 
to my younger self because side effects me. I did not know. <laughs> I needed to know. All right, so yes, I lesson number this. one. Lesson number one. I want to hear this one. Learn to let go. Okay, that's important. That was the most difficult thing that I was dealing with. I did not let go of my ex, even though we broke up after five months of dating. Did not let go until three years later. <laughs> you know, that could have just been a lot of heartache saved, you know. I mean, lessons were learned, but geez. <laughs> now, however, with the next guy, which happened to be you, um, I did learn. Some people. You know, we weren't in a relationship <laughs> until after, but I hang on to, I ha- I hung on to you for two years. Mm. In the hopes of the romantic relationship. And it wasn't until I finally said, all right, I can't do this no more. That's that's when things shifted. Because you knew I was serious about polyamory. But. About me not being. Uh, of me not being polyamorous for you. There you go. Yeah, you were like, oh, you're serious like for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. regardless of whether you were in here or not. <laughs> that's what I need. Independence. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, but one year less than my ex, so I was learning, but just, geez, learning to let go. My therapist pointed that out, and I was like, Mm. needed to know information. (laughs) Mm. Um, and that's a hard one, especially, like, with my ex, as well as you, when there's love there, Mm -hmm. but either the timing is wrong, or it's just not, the match is not working out, and it's like, when you love someone and walking away, this crucially hard because it's like there was no fights there was no cheating there was no Mm. abuse there was no manipulation it was just like love is there it's not a good time it's not a good match how to walk away so letting that go i couldn't because i was like but we love each other so why would i walk away i didn't get that concept Mm. i do now (laughs) thank goodness but uh just learning to let go that would have been a valuable lesson that could have been applied. Who knows what would have happened with it, but that was something that I needed to know. Okay. Uh, my other lesson that I needed to tell my younger self would be to focus on finding yourself and be patient with love. I think I was so, I mean, especially as a woman, you know, we're caught up with marriage and stuff, and especially going to HBCU where that was a prime pool of black men to date from and find my future husband little did i know but (laughs) but yeah like that i was i was caught up and i wasn't focusing on finding myself like Mm. i was finding myself as happenstance versus (laughs) like intentional it was i stumbled upon right (laughs) exactly that's exactly what happened my senior year i was a lot more intentional but it took till senior year to finally get there Mm. um and then be patient with love like it'll come like i was so consumed with the amount of time that i spent single like i was single for seven years in my adult life and that's a long ass time and for someone who wanted marriage and stuff i was like oh well Guess it's not happening. And I and I accepted that. I was like, well, guess I'm not getting married. Guess I'm not having a life partner. I will have a fulfilling life. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. But 
All I needed to do was practice a little patience. <laughs> he was coming. He was coming. <laughs> I'm very impatient, y'all. Just in overall life. So. <laughs> it's the lesson I'm learning. <laughs> yep, you need to go back and teach yourself that shut twice. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Just to make sure it sticks. Um, like, I know I just was here, but... <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hard lesson, y'all. It's a hard one. <laughs> Two-time machine. You know? Shit. <laughs> um, another lesson. You are beyond worthy. Anyone mm. who can't see that is not for you. I definitely had low self-esteem as a child. And stuff would confirm that, you know, when I would get rejected. Um, so just really, and this goes into finding myself is to really focus on my worth and not stay around guys who couldn't see my worth. Hmm. Um, I needed to know it for myself. So that was another one. And one of the bigger ones, my last lesson I would tell myself is you are your own person and you don't have to please your father. Hmm. Damn. I would have catapulted into myself sooner hmm. if that happened. So this is interesting. So this is a different type of relationship. Like this is you talking about the relationship between you and your father, mm -hmm. which is a lot different than, you know, those romantic relationships that you were but talking it, about. But right. it impacted them. Like I was trying mm -hmm. to control my romantic partnerships to win the acceptance of my dad. Mm. So they mashed up and kind of mm -hmm. conflicted with each other. I mean, it was an overall lesson of I don't have to please my father and I can be my own person. But it also applied to loving relationships. And as soon as I let that go, like, yeah, I was free in myself and free in love. Hmm. So. And yeah, I didn't feel the need to be controlling anymore. Damn. Which was an issue in my past relationships. Like, largely. <laughs> the reason they broke up with me and type of thing. So, so yeah. What about you? What would you tell your younger self about love and relationships? Okay. Ooh, younger self. Um, I think the first thing I would tell my younger self about relationships would be to learn how to communicate your feelings. Mm -hmm. Uh... If I were able to... Know who you're talking about, too. <laughs> hey, yo, we got... Uh, we gonna stand by real quick. We got some technical difficulties. Somebody need to get... Uh... <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. It was funny. <laughs> Anyways. Um... <laughs> I don't like you right now. <laughs> uh, but yes, learning how to communicate my feelings. Uh, would be the first thing. Uh, and the reason why I say this, since someone wanted to bring it up, <laughs> uh, is because my first girlfriend in high school uh, was someone who, if I would have communicated the way that I felt more effectively, I think we could have had an ending that was worth the meaning of the relationship and the significance it had in my life. Uh, instead, it kind of 
the way that I ended it didn't reflect how how much she meant during that time or any of that. It was more like a reflection of my inability to do <laughs> to communicate and my fear and like insecurity in that. So if I was able to tell my younger self to like, hey, take a breath, <sighs> calm down, think about maybe write down whatever process you need to actually formulate your feelings authentically but also in a way that is able to be heard and that again respects the connection of the person that you are in a relationship with um i think i've learned that now and it's it's always a gradual thing regardless of what that uh feeling or emotion might be it could be grandiose like happy romantic shit i've been i've done that before you know and that's that's great that's a little bit on the other spectrum but also the more difficult feelings of sadness or uh maybe rejection or whatever else you may feel you might be feeling um those are way more difficult to communicate and back then i would just run away from them things i'd be like oh shit there's a way to get out of this situation without uh, actually communicating my emotions shit let me take that shortcut we out like i would be gone <laughs> <laughs> um but as i've grown Gross, baby. yes yes <laughs> for sure um as i've grown i've i've definitely taken the other path um just because i think it's way more effective with um, those relationships that I do want to keep intact. Now, to those other relationships, which goes to my second point of advice to myself. Oh, you could just chuck the deuces to them motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you need to cut them off ASAP. So my second piece of advice to my younger self about relationships would be, yo, when something's done, especially when the vibe, like your intuition is telling you something is done, mm-hmm. it is done. Stop okay? Don't force a goddamn thing. It's a wrap, okay? You are, you, the feeling's gone. So this refers to, going back to my, uh, another ex of mine that I had. This one obviously is uh, a little bit further ahead. It's in college this time, but still my younger self. Um, and I knew, like, that this relationship had run its course. Yet I wanted to live up to some idea of the, of some, like, some guy who could get through the animosity of whatever turmoil, the turmoil of, of the relationship and all that other bullshit and thinking like, ah, you know, the struggle love bullshit that we've talked about before in the podcast where it's like the more I can endure within this relationship, the more it validates the fact that this relationship is worth fighting for. And it's just a, a vicious cycle, <laughs> you know? So instead of doing that bullshit, I would have told my younger self, hey, yo, relationships have endings and that's okay and not every relationship that ends is necessarily a failed relationship Mm, talk about it you know because in that season that you were in in that period of time within your life that's exactly what you needed that's the partner that you needed to grow within those ways at that time if you outgrow or you grow apart you know, sometimes it's not outgrow. Sometimes it really is just like, yo, in we have different directions. Jer- yeah, mm. word. Like, you going that way, I'm going this way. We Ain't just nobody can't. wrong. Like, if I'm going towards the camera, towards you, <laughs> and you going all the way over there, I, I'm going to do that. I can't. That was kind of cool. Hey, let me, <laughs> let me stop. Um, But, yo, you get the point. Two different directions. You got to split that up. Mm-hmm. 
and stop trying to hold on to the idea of like, oh yeah, we're together forever and we can make it through the fact that she wants to live in Asia and I want to live in uh, America and she's completely committed to that and we don't like talking on Zoom and it's like, but we'll see each other every two years even though our love languages are quality time and physical touch. Huh? What? No, that's not going to work. And if it did work, you'd be forcing yourself to make it work and be miserable at the same time. And then, resentment would kick in. Another thing we talked about before. So yeah, those are the two things I would definitely say about relationships. Um, Lastly, I guess, I would say don't be afraid to be your authentic self. Um, Little man, because you're great. You have a great personality. And the people who will vibe with you will vibe with you and those that don't you know go back to rule number two check up the juice <laughs> see number two <laughs> all right. that that's what i got for uh <laughs> for that question too so. all right all right let's go on to the next one y'all i definitely want to hear from the audience about those uh that question because i think it's you know yeah that's a good that's one. a good one you know mm-hmm. um tell one. us about maybe past relationship uh romantically or with what Rocky was talking about. It could be a family member, a friendship. I mean, we didn't go into that, but I know you could have gone that direction too. Yeah, that's true. You Check know? out our Lovers and Friends episode mm-hmm. um, in the link below. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Or in the description below. Yeah. It'll be below. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Check it out. All right. On to the next question. Flip it. Uh, you caught this one. Heads. Damn. Two for I'm two. I'm on it today. Hey, she on it. Ah. Two for two. What would you tell your younger self about mm. the world we live in today? Ooh, this is good. <laughs> Dang. I definitely want to hear it. Yeah. Right? What is your answer, y'all? What would, what, what? what would you start with? Right? So, Come for me... That. I always was a fan of dystopian books and movies. So I would just straight up tell myself, <laughs> you will be living in a dystopian. <laughs> like, yo, they was right. Right. <laughs> All them books was right. Okay. Prepare yourself. <laughs> Got because, the mask on, everything. good God. Like, you can't breathe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Wild. But I would also say um, to keep following my spirit Mm. um, because doing that allowed me to create a bubble within chaos. Mm, So I I have peace and happiness within this chaos. Chaos is testing me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like shit. But, uh, Jesus. But, uh, but yeah, you know, like, buckle up. It's about to be a wild-ass ride. <laughs> Just for, fair, fair warning, like. Right? Yeah. Like, you about to see some shit. Ah, but, yeah, that's about it. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a quick one. Oh, it's, it's going to be fucked up. Right. Um, What would I tell my younger self about the world we, we live, live in today? today. Sheesh. Man, I guess I would tell him that 
you have to you have to stay like steadfast in your morals. And like I would just tell him like your morals are everything at this point because a lot of people are getting lost in that. Um and I would tell my younger self that like this world that in the future that you're going to be living in is going to be filled with people who either are putting out that negative bullshit or trying to make positive change. And a lot of decisions that you make, like having that bubble that you was talking about, is depending on on like which side you choose and which side you decide to invest the most energy in. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, that's all you can do is try to create little pockets of peace that you that you can have within the world, and then try to expand that to those who are willing to do so. Ain't no forced bullshit. Hate that. Motherfuckers be like, oh, well, this works for me, so now this gotta work for you. I ain't asking this shit. <laughs> Colonization. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> but that's why I tell them, like, uh, I'm telling them that's pretty much it, because anything else, what, what can I do? Well, what else would help? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Buy masks, um, stock up on masks, <laughs> like, buy stocks in, uh, in, <laughs> in masks or some shit like that. What? <laughs> All right, let's get to the next one. I will call Tails this time. Ha! Finally. God damn. All right. Still two to one. What's the the next question? When would you go back and why? Mm. Damn. Uh, I didn't think about this one yet. When would I go back? Well, first, let me ask y'all. When would you go back? Like, all right, you got this time machine, right? It can go back in time to any time period in your life mm-hmm. where you can tell your younger self something. When would you go back? Why would you go back to that specific time? Like, what is it about that time? Mm-hmm. I think I would go back to the time... Not when my ex cheated on me immediately, but that time when I was like, and I don't know exactly when, so maybe my time machine would be all fucked up, <laughs> but if, <laughs> if I could pinpoint the date, like it was just a time when I was working in, um, working in Brooklyn, commuting from Jersey all the time, shit was like a bitch. And it's snowing heavy and all this other shit. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bitch. Public transit in snow? Yup. Taking the A train all the way to East New York. Crazy shit. Nobody nope. Taking the A and then the C and it's like, fuck. So, all this. Letters. Yeah. I don't even even know if the the system is working the same way because, you know, they change stuff up. But usually New York's old ass system is reliable to be the same (laughs) exactly um but yeah those of y'all who from new york y'all know what i'm talking about um especially if you've ever had to commute from fucking jersey sheesh that's the path the a and the c depending on when you catch that shit if you're not taking the express it's a bitch (laughs) so anyways some trauma there (laughs) A a little bit so back then, um, I was going through that whole breakup process, like, you know, processing what actually happened to me, what, mm-hmm. how I was involved, taking accountability, or at least fighting through that stage of, mm-hmm. of victim versus accountability, 
so that I could actually grow, you know, that that back and forth battle that we go through when we have a breakup. I would try to tell myself, or I would go back there and tell myself about how some of that within the uh, the breakup of, well, in the relationship, not necessarily the breakup, was was my fault to give myself some introspection, but in a way that I could actually hear. Because at that time, that was the, that was like the, the block from my growth was that lack of accountability because I wanted to be the victim because I wanted to still feel as though I wasn't in the wrong because yeah, something traumatic did happen to me and I wanted to feel that. But in order to let go and grow, I would have had to look take, at both sides. Look at both sides. <clears throat> it's two sides of the same coin, you know, to see what was going on for me. Mm-hmm. So I think I would have just done that for myself which I, I actually did do because that was me who was doing that throughout the whole process. But I feel like actually having me <laughs> from the future break it down to myself in a way that was compassionate and empathetic, mm. it would have really brought a lot of clarity and a lot less of, of the grief that I was going through during that time. Because I think that was probably one of the darkest times I was going through. Mm. Just psh, shit that I wouldn't, I wouldn't even really recognize those feelings anymore because I don't even allow myself to even get anywhere towards that. I'll either do some self-care shit or I'll just, because I know myself so well now, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, that's where I would go back to. Sometime after the breakup while I was working in Brooklyn, doing those commutes, sometimes just be like, on the weekends, we'll just be like drinking shit and just be like, <sighs> weekends, really, weekends, that feeling of like, weekends was an escape and then I was like, all right, let me go to work. You know, that shit was trash. Yeah, that's when I would go back. What about you? <clears throat> um. So let me just. There would be a lot of times that I would go back. Honestly, <laughs> um, there's a lot of major things and significant things that happen. But I think if I had to pinpoint a time, I would go back when I was 13 mm-hmm. because I was just starting to come into myself. I finally got my braces off. I got contacts. Um, I started <laughs> going to Baltimore to shop for clothes. So I was coming with the black brands and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I started going <laughs> to the hair salon, was getting my hair done and <laughs> shit. Like I was, I was coming into myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And while I would have definitely gave me advice about my self-esteem again, uh, talking about my worth and stuff, I think what I needed was to be present. Mm. I think I was so focused on the future because I lived in a white town and I wanted to get the fuck out. Mm. Um, I was so focused on being different in my body. Like I was skin and bone. I couldn't wait to wait to gain weight. Um, there was like so many things I was looking forward to, to love and relationships. Like it was just so many things I was focused on in the future. And I wish that I was more present minded, that I was enjoying that present moment. Cause looking back, I definitely did have a good time both in high school as well as within my family. Like my family has drastically changed. My parents are now divorced. Mm-hmm. Nothing is the same anymore. So I, I wish I just appreciated the present more. more. Mm. And like also acknowledge that 
the things that I was looking forward to, they did happen. So like to let go of constantly worrying about it, you know, like I wanted to get out of that white ass town. I fucking did. (laughs) I went to an HBCU then I moved across the fucking country. I Mm -hmm. fucking did. But I didn't know that then, you know, but I was, so I was constantly looking forward to the future of getting out when it's like, I could have enjoyed the present more. Like I did have some good times, but I was just not appreciating it at all. And it wasn't until I left and started looking back and I was like, oh shit, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was bad, but I did have good times <laughs> in the bad. Right. Um, right. Especially within my household. Like there were definitely good times and shit just started going left. But um, yeah, I, I think at 13, just... You know, eighth grade, start of high school, just being present and appreciating my life mm-hmm. and appreciating the lack of responsibilities. Adulting, <laughs> ah, baby. I adulting. started working after freshman year and I just was making money and just spending. <laughs> Save. But yeah. like, oh my God, I did not know the freedom. I did I not know the freedom. I definitely told my younger self something about that. Like, save your fucking money. Right? Dog. Like, uh, the I did fuck not you buying know the freedom stuff of lack of responsibilities. Right. You know people will buy stuff for you. Why are you buying shit? What are you doing? Stack your fucking money, fool. Oh, no. I liked shopping. I liked spending. But I also needed to save. Um, I would have saved it all. Because everybody would have bought well, stuff for you, me. you are frugal. And, yeah. But people, people didn't buy stuff for you. Your dad wouldn't have just been like, hey, can I, I'm going to the mall. Can you give me No. Like, that's why he was giving me money. Well, okay. <laughs> I got that's an true. allowance. <laughs> like, that's true. <laughs> but, um, but you would still get gifts is what I'm saying and other stuff. But on top of that, yeah, saving. Yeah. Like, I just needed to save. Like, I wasn't saving at all. Like, I needed to save. <laughs> ah, I was saving for things that I wanted then, but I wasn't saving long term. And I needed to do that. I think my problem was I was saving and it would just be a wrap. Like, I would buy something big. <laughs> but I was like, well, there goes all my savings. Yeah. <laughs> so, so appreciating life at that point. Like, life will never be the same after that. And I just didn't appreciate it. Hmm. And now I'm like, I wish I could go back and appreciate it. Hmm. Like, not change anything necessarily because I love who I am now. I love my life now. But just go back and appreciate the life I had. You know, I think that's the beauty of children in some aspects. Cause I, I think we talked about this before. You don't want to put everything on your yeah. child, mm-hmm. but you can bring certain experiences and being intentional about creating an atmosphere and an environment for them that fosters those same feelings in whatever that spark is for them. Like, so whatever it is that you're thinking about, it was fashion. It was like mm-hmm. you were getting into yourself, like yeah. you were saying. But, you know, getting into whatever our children would be or your children would be mm-hmm. um, or are, depending on who you, what stage of life you are in. <laughs> um, and, like, so if they're into astronauts or they're into Zaya, into dinosaurs right now, do you feed into that. Like, you go into that. You lean into that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's going to give them that energy of, like, ooh, like, Let me I'm coming into myself. myself. Yeah, the side yeah. of myself. I'm, like, I'm really deep diving deep into, like, oh, I fuck with dinosaurs. I'm going in. Or, she's three, y'all. Yeah, she's three. <laughs> but you got you got to lean into that. Like, okay, let's see if you actually do that. Because who knows? She might be a paleontologist Ooh, or something. Who let's knows? watch Land Before Time with her. I'm <laughs> <laughs> with it. Um, but yeah, you never know. That leaning in towards yeah. uh, 
to to the child's inner self mm-hmm. and inner interest. I think that is a great way to to re not relive but experience that vicariously. I think I think the when bi- it's natural. I think the biggest thing when we have kids is to to appreciate the present with them, but also to nourish that mentality. Like when you grow up and you get responsibilities, like you do get more future oriented just because you got shit to do, you know. Yeah. And it's like I want to nourish that present mentality for yeah, as long being as present. we can. Because yeah, being present should be something like I know we talk about a lot, and I know we've we've said in I think one of our podcast episodes was adulting, right? Uh, adulting and self care. Yeah. Link in the description below. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying getting, getting good. At YouTube, baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we talked about adulting and it's like that sacrifice of being present and being like playful and being fun. Mm-hmm. Almost as if like fun is, is looked down upon it and is. being shamed. Like, oh, well, you, you're too old for that. Like to dance? To, to dance, right? motherfucker? To play? To have... To, like if I'm taking care of my responsibilities, who the fuck well, cares? It, it, that really is it. Like if I'm <laughs> on my shit, get out my shit. Right. If I'm on my shit, hop off. Like, you don't have any right to say shit about what I do if I'm doing my shit correctly with my responsibilities, my bills, all that good stuff. That's your shit. That's your shit. Don't dim my light because you, you not, not lit. lit. <laughs> Simple as that. So, yeah. All right, y'all. I think that's a wrap for our first uh, yeah, segment. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. I hope you got some uh, some good questions out of it. Like yeah. I think these were Ask excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be right back with the next segment. Yes. You know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> Peace for now. <laughs> and we're back. Yes, back with another segment for this episode of Dear. Younger me. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our either or both and segment. Mm-hmm. Remember, you gotta choose, and then explain after hearing both of our choices. Right. And for those listening at home or watching on YouTube channel, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Make sure that you choose the black or white option, just to be aware of what your choice would be. Right. But then explore the nuances. Explore the both and. Right. The whole point is, yeah, to pick something that maybe sometimes you know you wouldn't agree with the other side. Like, you know, Democrats or Republican. <clears throat> but forces you to choose that and then explain why. Because that nuance, that mm-hmm. explanation tells you a lot about yourself yeah. and why you, you know, chose that side. So, since you won all the coin tosses. I did, didn't I? <laughs> well, I did win one, but whatever. Two to one. Hey. So, you get to go first, my I love. Do. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So, our first either or question is, would you tell your younger self not to do something? Yes or no? Ooh. Damn. Would I tell my younger self not to do something? No. Hmm. What about you? Nah. I'm good. I wouldn't tell my younger self not to do something. 
So the reason I would, like, there are plenty of things I wish I didn't do, you know? Plenty of things. <laughs> like, Jesus. Sometimes I recount them and I'm like, God, I wish that didn't happen. You know? Like, just mistakes and just goodness. Yeah. But um, I learned from them. And I don't know if I would have learned those lessons without those mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. So, I... <sighs> Wish they didn't happen the first time. But since they did, here I am. <laughs> right. Okay, so I was struggling with this a little bit, which mm-hmm. I was surprised at, actually, because usually I'm like, yeah, I'm doing great. I need to change anything for me. <laughs> um, very proud of how I've grown to be who I am now and how I continue to grow. But there was a part of me that was thinking back to some of the things that happened, I think, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, don't go down that way or don't do this. or don't, Like, you know, certain things that might have done that. But, like, again, to your point, every experience that you've had shapes you in some way because that's, like, information. That's, like, that's your body internalizing. That. That's your mind internalizing some of that, mm-hmm. that stuff. So that could be traumatic stuff. That could be great stuff as well. Like, that all gets you know, kind of soaked up in into your internal being. And then whatever you did with it at that time creates the product, the finished product or the continuous product, it's not really finished, that you are currently. Mm-hmm. So if I were to do that for myself and just be like, nah, don't do that because it would avoid some type of pain that I had, whether it be a breakup <coughs> mine or were, mine was physical pain, pain to like other people like I made some mistakes yeah yeah it and wouldn't I, be worth it I wish I didn't do those things but I grew from it so it's like yeah no matter what even yeah if you did something to someone I, man I, I wasn't thinking that way but I was <laughs> again I'm very aware of the shit that I wish I didn't do mm. It's interesting, because even as you said that, right? So mm-hmm. I, I, I look at it as, um, kind of going back to what I said, um, I think the question was um, when I would have went back. And mm-hmm. I was talking about like the, the accountability mm-hmm. piece and, and then being able to hear that. So for me, I think I've been the victim a lot of times, but I didn't look at how I could have been held accountable mm-hmm. um, or how I could have taken things into my own hands to better the situation. Not saying that I would have gotten out of this situation, but maybe I could have bettered myself. Um, so it's interesting that I said I would have gone back to tell myself to just, yeah, accept that this is part of the process and that you'll learn and that you have to take accountability for what, you know, what you've done. Yeah. I would have done that, but I wouldn't go back and tell myself, no, don't go into a situation that was gonna cause me pain Mm. you know because even though i might have seen myself as the victim back then i did grow to finally take accountability to whatever extent i could have out of that situation i mean that's for everything like some random shit could happen right now and i would be like well whatever i can do that's my responsibility (laughs) and yeah i just found it interesting because i would have went back and told myself that but I, i wouldn't say don't yeah. Do something. Because you, your younger self needs to learn it for yourself. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what. 
Mm. Yeah, some of them things. <clears throat> and some of the things I knew better. Yeah. You know, before doing it, but I needed the experience to really know. <laughs> Apparently. So what yeah, what do you think it was that drove you back then to do some of those things? Because like yeah, selfishness. My, you were just you were just like that? Okay. I wasn't a good person. Mm. Like Damn, I had, that's that's uh like, I had a lot of growth to do. And I was very selfish. I mean, I see where it comes from, <clears throat> my dad. But, <laughs> um... It's just a little shade. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's hard to be. I mean, shit. But, yeah, I had to... I had to care about other people. Mm. And that wasn't happening before. In terms of, like people outside of my immediate friendships like those people i cared about but anybody it was just like we associates i didn't really care about you mm. and that might be honestly the aquarian me too because we can be kind of heartless so could have been that <laughs> as well but yeah it was it was selfishness self-centeredness um with a lot of the things that i wish i wouldn't have done some of the things i wish i wouldn't have done there was a question of, should I allow this to happen? Should I follow through with this? And I went through with it, and then it turned out to be the wrong choice. Mm. And then, it, but it taught me to trust my intuition, you know? Yeah. To trust the fact that I was questioning means I wasn't supposed to go down right. that path. Right. You know, but I wouldn't have learned that without it. And as far as the selfishness, I had to hear people telling me that, mm. you know, to finally take accountability, you know, um, cause like I'm a overall good person. Like my purpose in life is to help people, but You're like right. how I was treating people in my life just wasn't great. Mm. And I had to grow from that. So that's why I say to you all the time, like, you wouldn't have liked me when I was younger. Because hmm. I know. Yeah, but I would have. So, yeah, this is the dynamic. I, I think this isn't even a question, but this is it's interesting. Let's fucking play it out. Whatever. Well, hold on, pause. So, remember, a lot of this I'm referring to college, Hampton years. Mm -hmm. And we went to the same school. Yeah. Had similar friends in similar groups, but never met. So when, like, we're viewing ourselves at Hampton, I'm like, yeah, Oso wouldn't have liked me back mm -hmm. then. Because I was a different person. I had a lot of growing to do, but yes. All right, so let's play it out. This is what I think, given knowing my younger self mm -hmm. and your younger self, yeah, what would have happened if we did meet? If so we did I meet? think what would have happened was would we would have had a good connection or whatever, mm -hmm. and then you would have been selfish in some way, mm -hmm. and then I would have played the victim and and been like, you're being selfish, and then I wouldn't have taken any accountability in walking away from the situation. Oh. Oh. And then you would have just kept doing that, and then we would have been in this cycle until it exploded or imploded, whatever way it would have went. So I'm glad it didn't happen because back then, again, going back to what I would have told myself is like, I didn't know about the whole accountability thing. Like I was, um, I was okay with leaning on the victim um, mentality, not fully. Mm -hmm. Like I never was like, 
Just sitting Whoa, in the bed. Me. Yeah. It was like I was sitting in the bed. Oh, I was there, shit. I needed to take accountability too. <laughs> I wasn't doing nothing. It was like, nah, I was like getting shit done. I was still shit. Got to grad school. I like yeah, in other areas of my true. life I was bossing the fuck up. But romantically, yeah, I might have just been like shun I go with shun someone or just like not mm-hmm. express my feelings or you know, just copped out without actually taking accountability. So that's probably what would have happened if we met back then. Mm-hmm. Our younger selves would have met. So dear younger self, stay away from her ass. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> don't, I don't do it. I don't know. Like I don't know. You might have saw the potential in me, but I don't know if you would have dated me. Mm. We might have fucked, but <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, that probably would have. You know, but I don't know if you would have dated me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that was just a that was a random one. That wasn't even on our, you know. Yeah. Uh, schedule things to talk about. Pondering, pondering. <laughs> all right, all right. Next question. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Or do you find the reason that everything happens? Well, you already know. This is like one of my quotables. So. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely got this from Oso. Right. Um, so I find the reason <clears throat> in everything that happens. Yeah. Same. Like, that's that's my shit. <laughs> I think this the saying everything happens for a reason is not helpful. Like... What does that do? <laughs> you know? Versus finding the reason. It's like, yes, let me find meaning from this. Let me find the lesson to see how this can make sense, how I can grow from it. Right. You know? And everything happens for a reason. It's just a cop-out. Like, you went through some bullshit, some traumatic-ass shit. Everything happens for a reason. Bitch. <laughs> right. That's kind of like just, yeah. Like, it's just leaving it up in the air and just being like, yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of, I guess, a theme for, for me when it comes to this episode of, of, of talking to my younger self, it's like, I switched that, that thinking and with that's the why accountability. I, with the accountability, mm-hmm. which is why this is one of my favorite sayings. It's like flipping that mm-hmm. and also my other one, um, that I'll, I guess I'll mention on the podcast. So it's like, it's finding the reasons for the things that happen, looking for what, what you could have done or what, what part or role you played in creating this situation in the form that it is not saying that you created everything. Mm -hmm. You didn't create a fucking pandemic in 2020, but how did you organize your work or how did you organize your schedule? Mm -hmm. How did you organize your self care? How did you, you know what, how did you co-create the reality of, cause you are always a co-creator of your reality, no matter what. So how did you co-create your reality to make it the best possible version for yourself, you know? And I would also say, like, with the things that are outside of your control, especially regarding people, like, finding the reason can also be just, like, acknowledging that it wasn't a good match. Oh, push. You know, like, some things are just not meant to be, especially forever. And it's just, like... Some things, it doesn't matter what you do or how much accountability you take. Some things aren't meant to work out, you know? And, like, that's okay. That's okay. And that could be the reason that you experience that person to know what not to do. Right. Have plenty of them. <laughs> you know? Uh, you experience them to to learn something about yourself. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's 
it doesn't necessarily have to be you doing something or, or, you know, taking, focusing on what's within your control, which is a point of it, but it can also just be like finding those lessons. Yeah. Um, the other saying that I was mentioning, um, earlier was, uh, the Spider-Man saying, it's the same thing, flipping it. It's like, mm-hmm. with great responsibility comes great power. So if you take on that role of I'm the co-creator of my life and experience, I'm responsible for these things, then you start to realize how much power comes in you taking on the creator role of like, all right, well, I can't do nothing about that, but shit, I can do this, I can build that, I can put my energy there. And then that shifts the power towards what you're doing versus it being like, well, whatever happens, happens. You know, that that's a different type of mentality, you know. For sure. Mm. Yeah, I was definitely in that victim role. Woo! Yeah, it's not really helpful. I, I understand the role in itself. Like, everyone has to be in that place at some point to conceptualize what happened to you. And especially you know, that's to part feel of the healing your feelings, process. Yeah, you know? right, like, right. You, yeah, you got to feel it, but don't, like, stay in it. Right. I was, I was staying in it. That, that stuck feeling. Um, for me, it was like, I was just like a repeat offender. It was like... I get up and then some days I'll be good and it'll be like I draw right back to being like, man. Like if something happened, mm-hmm. it'd be like, see, if I had some <laughs> I would come up with some bullshit mm-hmm. like, see if I had somebody to support me right now, you know, if she didn't do this, she would be here to support me. And <laughs> it'd be like, nigga, what what are you doing? <laughs> like creating yeah. a whole ass scenario yeah. in your head, going back to it. But that's what happens when you're in that space, you know. Um and you just gotta get out of it. It doesn't serve you any good. Mm-hmm. Other than you feeling your feelings and then processing it, but once you get, once you feel your feelings and process it, and you know, and the way that you do it is important because you can do it in a healthy way or an unhealthy way. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was saucing it up a couple times, and now I was like, ugh, that's Ooh, yeah, that's that's tef- definitely not the way to do it. Let me I was tell you, definitely. And then what made it worse for me was I was in college, so drinking was normalized. And it was like no, oh, that bottle. I did did not need to do that. That was not how I needed to cope at all. But it was like that's what we was doing. So yeah, it was the norm. Yeah, that's definitely normalized in college. Yeah, drink your feelings though. Uh, Understand that there are healthy ways to sit in your feelings to feel them and yeah, and feel them shit and feel them. You know, you're running away, and you'll feel them in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Especially, well, no, bodies change. I didn't feel the the physical <laughs> response oh, to drinking, drinking as much. I might have had the the shades drawn, you know, lights off for a few hours. Yeah, nah. but then get some food in me. I'm ready to go for the next night. I don't know how. God. Nah, I if, think I always used to get fucked up for real. But like, that's the biggest thing to my youngest self. Your body changes. <laughs> <laughs> you would tell your youngest self like, yo, this whole drinking shit. Like mm-hmm. every weekend, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then maybe on a Sunday, that's not gonna happen no more. You got till twenty five, and then shit goes even left. And that's on a good. That's on if your body's doing well. <laughs> I mean, overall, outside of just drinking, like hit twenty five, your knees going, your back having issues. What the oh, hell? Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit gets real out here. You right? know. All right, last question. All right, hit me with it. What's up? What's up? What we got? Would you go back and redo your life with the information you have now mm. or not? 
Okay. So, think about it. You have all the information. All the information you have now. We're talking. All the what lessons. What stock's going to go all the way up? Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we talking about when the pandemic's going to hit, when all these cool. things are going to happen. On top of you knowing your own self and like your development. Your so, goals. all the advice that you could mm-hmm. give yourself on that. So, we talking about setting yourself up and your future generations. Yeah. That's, that's, Would that's, you do it? I ask you, the audience, my beautiful audience, you. I mean. And then, my we, queen, what, what, you, what says you? What when you, you phrase do? the question like I that, know. it made me think different. Yeah. <laughs> what you going to do now? I'm going to say no. What say you? My key. I would say, thank you for saying that. That was dope. That <laughs> made the man feel good. <laughs> but um, I would say I'm chilling too, actually. I want to go back. So my thing before you said all that was I do not, like, as much as I want to go back and appreciate things, nope, I don't want to redo that. That was terrible. <laughs> like, my life was not, like, yes, there were some great times. Yes, there was some cool times. But overall, especially my internal world, that shit sucked. Mm. Like, I'm just now in a better place internally. And I'm like, I don't want to go back to that. And yes, yeah. I may have the information, but I still got to emotionally go through that shit. You know? Because... We can know knowledge now, logically, but until we feel that emotionally and believe it, shit don't be changing. That's true. Okay? So, like, yeah, I would have the knowledge, but I would still have to experience it emotionally to understand what that knowledge meant, you know? And I don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm here. I already did it. Shit. (laughs) Right. What about you? Um, Similar. Like, I, I, I don't see myself really... Wanting to really live the beautiful thing about life for me, um, which is probably why I don't really fear death like that, is there is an end to life. I think that's beautiful. I think I, an eternal existence, um, at least in this form, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and this consciousness and in this way of being, I don't want that forever. I want there to be a cap on this existence mm. and this experience, just like how all the other experiences have ends and they allow me to appreciate them more you know um a good day always has the end to the day Mm -hmm. so that you can rest up and then maybe be prepared for the next and Um, then the next day is a new day the next day is a new day you know so i'm okay um i'm already very thankful and grateful for the life that i live now Mm -hmm. um i'm excited to see the future but that's just it i'm 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 way more focused on planning and uh, preparing for the future while appreciating and being so absolutely grateful for my present because I think everything that's led up to this point has led me here and I don't want to experience all that's led up to it. I want to experience here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's where I stand with it. Yeah. And I think maybe who people who aren't happy or at peace with the here mm. may want to. To just change mm. the here, you know. That's that's it. I think you just hit it. Yeah. That's that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my my here, my present, it's good. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't want to redo. That right. Shit. That shit took forever. It's like redoing uh, a whole. Come on now. Life, like. Mm. I'm good. 
Let me just let me proceed with what I got now. Right. <laughs> you know, like hold it down for the present. Like um, just move forward. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. All right, that's a that's that an episode. What's up? What's up, y'all? Did y'all enjoy it? Did y'all answer some of the questions? Hit us up. Mm-hmm. You know. Give us some comments and likes on our YouTube channel. Yes. Um, be sure Facebook. to subscribe. And on our Facebook, yeah, interact. Like, we want to definitely get our engagement with our audience up a little bit more to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have ideas for episodes, I want to throw this out to our audience as well. Because by now, we're having a more consistent audience. We're starting to see our numbers go up mm-hmm. uh, more consistently. So if you are a loyal it's so real, listener. You know, one of the or watcher the, or watcher on on YouTube. Um, hit us up and tell us what episodes or what topics uh, we should use for episodes going on in the future. Yeah. What are some things that you feel like you would want us to hear talk about us uh, talk about and discuss? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you have some advice that you feel like you would really uh, want, you want some advice on a particular topic, relationship coach expert and therapist here mm-hmm. lovely therapist when it comes to license marriage and family therapist mm-hmm. here um who's on coaches on leadership and uh, especially is well versed when it comes to the black experience and the, the the diaspora and our history so it's like you have two very great resources here when it comes to all those things also not to mention parenting as well yeah mm-hmm so yeah just ask us these questions we would love to hear from you and we would love to just get some more feedback and uh, engage with you so hit us up so thank you so much for listening to it's so real with your girl rocky and your boy also you have a beautiful day take care of you all right we'll see you on the next one peace and love always